Alabama's got me so upset. Tennessee made me lose my rest. And everybody knows about Mississippi gone down. Nina Simone for Women is a tribute to the musical genius and the activist voice of the legendary Nina Simone. The show also reveals the importance of women to the civil rights movement and the lack of historical credit they've received. Sidney Charles plays the title role in the North Light Theater production that runs through March 4th, and she's in the Vocalo studio today. Sydney, welcome back to Vocalo. Hey, good to be here. I'm so happy that uh, you're here. I'm so happy that you got cast as Nina Simone. My initial reaction was, duh. <laughs> Like, of course, because I know your work and I know what you're capable of. But for folks who may not, can you tell our listeners a bit about you and your career and why it made sense for you to go out for this role? Yeah, I I started in Chicago because I'm born and raised in Chicago. So started here um, on the storefront scene like most aspiring actors do. I um, went back and forth between that and corporate for some time, running away, doing my Jonah thing. And um, about two years ago, I said, forget it. Let me just go all in. So quit the muggle job and came forth to do acting full time. And so the lovely folks at PR Casting called me in to audition for Nina. And um, while everybody else was like, duh, I was like, what? Are y'all for real? Really? Yeah. Any any icon, you're just like, don't mess it up, don't suck, you know. And so there was just this initial fear with that. But yeah. when they called me in, I went in. It was the day after I closed another show. Guess who's coming to dinner at court? And so I was exhausted. So I honestly thought I gave the worst audition I ever could give in my life. <laughs> so um, when I actually booked it, I said, okay, somebody up there is smiling down on me, and yeah. I guess that does true. So in the last I don't know ten years or so. Uh, they've tried and retried and failed and tried to make a Nina Simone biopic, and the casting of the lead role is always so wrong. It's always just so incorrect uh, for a variety of reasons. Either they try to cast somebody and they don't know how to sing, or they cast somebody that doesn't look anything like her. Was that kind of weighing on you as you went through this process? Absolutely. Like I understand the idea and passion of wanting to portray someone so iconic in you know, the music community and the jazz community, especially in the black community. And so that that pressure of doing so it was, was just definitely weighing on me even at the audition process and then even more so in the rehearsal process. It was just like, don't mess it up. Do not become a Nina statistic. <laughs> <You're> gonna, <laughs> like, out here getting sold down at you. You know, like, don't, <laughs> don't be out here just letting down the whole entire culture. So, um, yeah, that weighed very heavily, especially with all the controversy about past castings and so forth. So, yeah. Picket lines, school boycotts. They try to say it's a communist plot. All I want is equality for my sister, my brother, my people, and me. You lied to me all these years. You told me to wash and clean my ears and talk real fine just like a lady and you'd stop calling me Sister Sadie. My country is full of lies. We're all gonna die and die like flies. I don't trust nobody anymore. You're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in the studio, actress Sydney Charles. 
Remind us about the life of Nina Simone. To only look at her as a singer, to only look at her as an entertainer, does her such a disservice. Tell us a little bit about the slice of her life that we're looking at in this play. Well, this play is somewhat of a fictionalized account of where she was at in space and time when she wrote the song Mississippi GD. She was in between the jazz world and finding her activist voice. Mm. So it's like this slice of life, like right during the transition of Nina becoming who she was, to who, who most people know her as, but she got most of her information and most of her knowledge about the movement from her friends like Lorraine Hansberry and James Baldwin. And, and so this play focuses on that transition. She even speaks to about how she came up through her classical training as a classical pianist to becoming this jazz singer, which she kind of hated, actually. Yeah. But it made ends meet, which you, if you come see the show, you'll hear Nina say at least 45 times. <laughs> <laughs> and the struggles that she had is not even being accepted until she was doing these jazz standards. standards. And she didn't even want to sing at first. She just wanted to play pian- piano. But yeah. someone told her, well, if you don't sing, you can't work here in this Atlantic City nightclub. So she started singing and then... She had to sing standards that people knew, but it was never where her passion lied. So I think with the civil rights movement, it allowed her to actually tap into things that mattered to her and things that she felt like she needed and wanted and should fight for. She put her whole entire jazz career on the line to become an activist, and that's just beyond admirable. And so why wouldn't somebody like me who is a self-proclaimed activist in my own little way. You're doing good work. I do all right. Give yourself yourself some credit. Um, So, yeah, so to do that, to, you know, continue that legacy as an artist who has a voice and using that voice is awesome. My skin is black And my arms are long My hair is like wool And my back is strong Strong enough To take all the pain That's been inflicted again and again and again and again What do they call me? My name is Aunt Sarah. This is Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. I'm joined by Sydney Charles. She's currently starring in Nina Simone, Four Women, at the Northlight Theater. Nina wrote the song Four Women and introduced us to Sarah, Sweet Thing, Sephironeia, and told us their story in that song. Mm-hmm. What was that story, and how did Christina Hamm, the playwright here, tell the story of those characters? From my understanding, the idea of the entire play came out of that song and how she wanted to flesh out each of these archetypes in the black community um oh that's how we've taken it as a cast we've like these are manifestations of women that we know in the black community so um sarah is the typical mammy motherly you know cook for the whole hood Mm -hmm. you know take care make sure everybody has a place to lay their head down that's who she is you know strong the strong black woman Sophronia is the light-skinned, well-educated, thousands-of-opportunities archetype. Mm -hmm. And then Sweet Thing is 
the woman who's generally looked down upon, but we like to think of her as being the one, the woman who's taking back who she is as a woman and being unapologetic about what she does with her body and how she gets her money. Yeah. Um, kind of like the, the ahead of her time, Cardi B, you know, <laughs> that's all we say, <laughs> sweet thing is, you know. Um, but we know all of these women. We know, yeah. you know, that whether it's our aunt, our cousin, our mom, we, we all know who these women are. And, and there's parts of those women in, in each of us. Exactly. Like, I, you know, I have my Cardi moments and I have my Sarah moments and I have my, you know, black and educated Sophronia moments, you mm-hmm. know. And definitely, again, you know, we all know, we all know Peaches, you know, like she's not, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to mess with. <laughs> like, that's how, <laughs> that's who Peaches is, you know. So, um, and I think Christina does a fine job identifying and seeing the journeys that each of these women go on during this play. I've killed the first mother I've seen. My life has been too rough. I'm awfully bitter these days. Because my parents were slaves. I'm Jill Hopkins. This is Vocalo. Sydney Charles of Nina Simone, Four Women at the Northlight Theater, joins me in studio. Let's talk about uh, the kind of snubbing that women get in civil rights conversations. They're, why do you think history has not been as generous with its acknowledgement of the contributions of women to social justice? You know, that's so crazy. Um, someone in the audience, we had a talk back on Sunday after the show, and someone asked a very similar question, and... I was like, I didn't even realize that either until doing this play Mm. because you see the old videos and you see the old pictures and you see, you know, you have, like one of the first people you learn about is Rosa Parks. So you just assume that, you know, we were at the forefront and then to learn that, no, we were separated. Um, And our contributions were minimalized to put the Negro man, the black man up front. I want to say that I'm surprised, but I'm not mm-hmm. because the more things change, the more they stay the same. Like if it's still happening in 2019, that's only indicative of the fact that it's been happening forever. Like it didn't just start, you know, yeah. in the last uh, four or eight or 12 years. Um, I I just think that in in the past, men are perceived as stronger, you know, and men are perceived as smarter. And... Um, so they're going to put them out front when we all know that behind I and mean, that the risk of sound like somebody's auntie, but I am somebody's <laughs> auntie. So that's fine. Um, behind every strong man is a strong, you know, a, even even stronger woman. Yeah. And so um, I just hope that this play will allow people to see that women have always been there. We've always had a voice and we're always at the forefront leading all the movements since yeah. the beginning of time. Yeah. Until, so. <laughs> until this day, I, I mean, and it's, it is it is kind of wild because someone like Nina Simone, so uh, big in personality with this kind of legend that uh, just continues to this day, like how on earth is she getting swept under the rug as big as she was? Mm-hmm. If we can sweep Nina Simone's contributions under the rug, who else with a lesser known name are we sweeping under the Yes, yeah, like I don't know if it's like a, a power thing. Like they just don't want a woman to have that much perceived power. Mm. It makes them feel or look weaker. I'm not I'm not certain. 
Um, but yeah, because even then people are like, oh, Nina's music. I'm like, no, yes, Nina's music. But Nina used her music as power, as yeah. activism. And you can't separate the two. But yet people still try to do it to this day, which is disheartening. But we're going to change that with the show. So <laughs> they're going to know. The show is running through March 4th. Uh, Northlight.org is where they can go for tickets and show times. And you can follow uh, Miss Sydney Charles at MSSYD. C-H-A-S on Instagram, Miss Sid Jazz. That's me. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Jill. Thanks for having me. Keep it up, man. I'm trying. Everybody knows about